The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass with Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Loans, where every Tuesday at 3 o'clock we bring you all kinds of information. Yes, all kinds of information. Usually from- real estate or mortgage related but not always yeah kind of sort of yeah you know it's all stuff that's ancillary to that as well as directly related to that so yeah today's today's is going to be a fun one because it's uh something people may not be expecting from a show like ours right but it has a direct impact on real estate sure absolutely yep yeah we're always uh you know looking at that that in fact it's april End of this month. Uh, you looked at your watch what's, what's to see due? if it was April? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> I, did. I have a little calendar on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just have the time. I sort of reminded okay. myself, ooh, it's the end of April. Got to write those checks for the property taxes. Yeah, well, that's not what I was thinking. Monday was tax day, so <laughs> not property tax day, but IRS right. day. So I was pretty- sending off my payment with my extension notice. Pretty much taxes in general. Yeah, yeah. Hey, always always the month of April. But we're happy uh, because we have uh, Rick Marshall here yes. uh, today. And Rick is the battalion chief for rent and fire. Yep, fire Welcome, district 25. Rick. Hey, nice to be here. Yeah, Thank thanks and, for coming. And I didn't know until uh, Rick walked in the room that, that uh, Rick and I go like way back. So, I know, it, like, it shocks me to no end the number of people that I bring in that suddenly you're like, oh yeah, I know you. <laughs> like, what the heck? It's kind of funny how that goes. Okay, you want to you want to tell them? Uh, the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, back in uh, high school, it was yeah. actually almost pre high school. Um, so about 35 years ago. Easy. Worked, yeah. Worked at, Quiet. Uh, yeah. Easy yeah, there. At, yeah. Uh, Pizza Haven, no longer around, I'm sure. Long gone. But uh, and uh, walked what? in, it's like I know you. Too funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And you see, even recognize him with no see. Hair? I still look yeah. like I did when I was 15 years yeah. old. As you do know? I. Bald then too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just ignore everything above the forehead, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? There's even still there is a Facebook fan page for Pizza Haven, which is are you kidding me? Really crazy. Really? No, it's it's out there. Well, if it was and that popular, why is it not around? A long story, but I think the owner ultimately sold. Um, I think um, Uh, there was a death in the family, and I think they ended up uh, kind of selling. Bean family. They used to own. um, They remember Lamont's, the department store. uh Family owned Lamont's. They owned uh, Ernst. Ernst Ernst Mm -hmm. Hardware. Oh, seriously? Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. And Pizza Haven. They used to have a fleet. Yeah, you were just chock full of Seattle history. There you go. (laughs) I don't know if you remember, they had a fleet of. Pickup trucks with you know gas fired ovens the on brown the back of those trucks brown with the orange stripe and yep yeah oh my gosh you got to give man, some people some serious with, throwback you know, times right arms now I had no mm-hmm. idea we were going down memory lane uh, yeah. okay, okay here's a challenge <laughs> see I, I still for some reason thirty some years later have uh-huh. memorized the ordering system for for pizzas. So um, that's because you're a nerd. So give hit me hit me <laughs> name a, name a pizza. I'll tell you what the topping numbers are. 
Like, I would know if you were lying or not. Well, yeah, just gonna have <laughs> what? One is cheese. I think you should have him challenge you on that. I think 13 is black olive. Am I right with that? Uh, no, 13 uh, was onions. Onions. Yeah, black olives was 14. Ah, that's close. Pepperoni was two. Cheese was one. Yes. Why do I know Seth. that? Because you're that's a numbers guy, apparently. Wrong. And speaking of numbers, maybe you should do your market should rate while you're thinking of numbers. All yeah. right, fine. Let's do that before we get into why Rick's here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, while you're talking numbers, let's see right, whether right. or not three is still one of your favorite numbers. Uh, uh, three is <laughs> definitely still one of my favorite numbers. Oh, good. And, uh, and we hope it's some other people on air, too. Yeah. Um, markets are pretty much flat right now. It's two steps forward, one step back. We go up a little bit. We go back down a little bit. Uh, today, the conforming conventional 30-year fixed rate loans are averaging right around 3.625%, 3.58%. Percent. And a 15-year fixed rate is averaging 2.875, under 3%. Nice. I like twos better than threes, actually. And uh, uh, FHA, three and a quarter, 3.25%. And uh, jumbo 30-year fixed rate loans are also averaging around 3625 Nice. So it's just, um, you know, so 10-year uh, fixed rates are, are around, right around 2.75%. So if anybody has a loan, you've been... You know, making payments on it for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. And, you you know, you just uh, don't want to stretch out the term any longer. You want to just kind of keep on that original track. Ten years are a really good option. You know, you got a fixed rate. You can drop that rate at least probably a percent or more, uh, depending on where you're at. And if you can get down into, into the, you know, mid twos, uh, that's not a bad, bad route to go. Uh, so overall, st- uh, things are still hanging in there. And... Uh, Still Let's sounds just fantastic. Take, take advantage of it while you can. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I know. Well, we're going to be uh, talking more about those rates coming up on an upcoming class, right? Yes, May twenty first. Yes, where we have a first time homebuyer class. This is mm-hmm. the official certified class, which is Washington uh, State Housing Finance Commission. There you go. Anybody that wants a, a special financing programs or tax credits for first-time homebuyers has to take this class. Mm-hmm. It's a five-hour – well, not our class, but – Well, a like class. It. We're not the only yeah. one that teaches them. We're, we're just, just the best. We're the most fun. Yes. I don't know if we're the best, but we'll have the <laughs> no, most No, I'd fun say we're it. the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. I've we're, been through some other people's classes, and so far I yeah. think we're the best. I was at one, and, and the instructor's pants kept falling down. So she's trying to write on the board, and every time she turned around, the to, woman's pants were falling down. Yeah, and um, and so she had to hold one hand to keep the pants on, and the other to write on the board, and it was very very awkward. But um, yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't so, think that's going to be, be happening. There'll be in no pants falling down at no, our class. You will not for be sure. pantsed at our absolutely not <laughs> at our event. No, we try and give you a a a quiver of weapons in your arsenal to educate you on how to navigate this whole process the make buying sound process like we make them dangerous we do we yeah. give you a quiver for your yeah. arsenal we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna shoot down you know any any uh any potential shoot obstacles to buying that credit home. scores and get fabulous <laughs> interest rates that's right that's yeah, right They'll that's exactly be what we well do. prepared <laughs> yeah no unanticipated uh you know you know, loan conditions popping up. At you know, the you last should come minute. up with a video game that's like this, where people can just like shoot bad credit scores yeah. and do certain, like pick Ooh. up certain yeah. little mortgage toys. assassin. Yeah, you know, I can see that. Or I can see like that right that. now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have a meeting soon with a guy who does virtual reality. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about different uses of this technology. And um, 
I might have to talk to him about like oh, that sure. might be kind of fun to put a little mortgage video game together that might, That's pretty might funny. make it a little more interesting. That, that could actually be pretty funny. It you could know, be could funny. Have all the, little, the little animals chasing the person. You know, one is a verification of employment that's going <laughs> to explode. One of them's a credit rating. It's a bad FICO. Ooh, there's a bad FICO. You yeah, know, knock him exactly. On the Here's a credit card yeah. with a high balance. <laughs> that's right. Here's a gap in employment. Oh, no. Watch oh, out no. for the gap. Jump over the gap. No, we'll have to. See, this is how nerdy we are. Yeah. We think this sounds awesome. We think we're funny. <laughs> I, know. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. That's so has awful. he changed in the last 35 years? No. Yeah, mm, he's exactly not. the same yeah. nerd he was. It's awesome. No. That's yeah. why awesomeness is awesomeness. Oh, there you go. Well, oh, fine. See? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I finally give you a compliment. And say, okay, fine. Hashtag Eric is bald. I, I wasn't okay, we're expecting back at it. it. We're yeah. back at yeah. it. Yeah. Caught me by oh. surprise there. That's all. So. <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. So, so anyway, the class yeah. is May 21st from 10 to 3. And it will be in Bellevue this time. Bellevue. We're actually yeah. taking it over to Bellevue. Yep. Going on a road trip. Yep. And uh, in the Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side, we're going to go to the East Side version of the offices that I work at. Right. On Southeast 8. So if someone's interested in coming to the class, they can certainly send me an email at info at teamreba.com. Yep. Or they can reach out to us on our Twitter handles Absolutely. at Team Reba or at Eric is Eric my banker. Is my banker. That's yep. right. So we have a couple different ways, or you can come to our Facebook page, whatever, whatever you like. We're going to be posting a lot of stuff about it, but um, obviously they'll also have a sign-up opportunity on the Washington State Housing Finance Commission website as well, but it's better if people contact us directly. Absolutely. There is going to be limited space for the mm-hmm. class, yes. and, and uh, so you want to register as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, when we do Even the, the largest c- conference room over in that office is not that large. Not so we'll only be able to get about maybe 10 or 12 people max oh, in wow. that room. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not it's real big. Be, it'll be cozy then. Yeah. Yeah, no question. And uh, we always keep our, our, our class attendees well-fed and hydrated and all of that. So so we'll provide snacks and beverages mm-hmm. and everything else. Yeah, because it's through the lunch hour and we actually go through the lunch hour with the yeah. material because yeah. there's a lot to cover. We actually need to run a class up at one of the uh, – in Woodenville, maybe at one of the wineries one of these days. That's right. We're both members at uh, William Church. Yeah, we'll do some And pairings. I'm also at Page Cellars. We could do yeah. that. We'll do some pairings. We'll, we'll pair up yeah. you know, tax credits with William a, Church has their uh, release party coming up. Yeah. So there you go. We won't do it then because they're doing a salsa thing. That's on uh, May 6th for William Church for anyone who's interested. But uh, Darn fine winery. Yep. Darn, that's, I'm sure that's their tagline. <laughs> what can I say? That. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. That's the extent of my wine snobbery right there. Yes. So, well, yes. good. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, check us out, Team Reba, or mm-hmm. uh, Eric is my banker. Uh, but May 21st, that's a Saturday. The class will run from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., five hours of information Mm-hmm. Uh, for you, which is the yep. kind of the mandated curriculum for right. uh, the first time home. We'll keep talking class. about it every week. So if That's you didn't right. get it today, we'll get it later. Tell us how much. Tell them how much it costs. It's free. It's totally free. We volunteer for this. We well, it has to time. be free, right? Well, you don't have to say that. We want. We, we can. Well, make no, it, no. Honestly, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah we, that's we it. want it to no. be free, but yeah. No, no, no. It's not. No, 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 no. no. You, you totally mistake me. So here's the thing. There's always an argument in marketing about whether or not you should charge for something, right? I know. There's a and perception that's what I'm saying, of value. Though. There's a perception of value. But the thing is yeah. that people need to understand this is required we to have be no free. Yeah. Well, it's required to be free. So what that means is 
take away your normal things that you think about with free classes of like, oh, well, it must be fluffy or whatever. Right. It's yeah. not. It's this not is absolutely. No. Yeah, it's not a commercial. We're not even required. We're, right. we're not even allowed to talk right. about our own specific businesses. Right. We have to talk as industry professionals. I'm going to peg the specifically on our elements within the industry. Yeah, I'm going to put the estimated retail value of this class at I don't know twelve thousand dollars, something like that. But we're okay. offering it for free because we have to. Right. <laughs> right. But but we're saving people. We'll save people no, actually, so much it, money. It is because you actually do save people a lot of money because mm-hmm. especially even when we had Sherry from Radian Mortgage Insurance oh, last week. Time. Yeah. Just the fact that you were talking about going to this class helps you qualify for lower mortgage interest That's rates. right. That, that, that alone is, that is a cost can make a big difference. We already do. Yeah. So All anyway, right. now that we've blown this whole first segment on that, we're going to get to Rick in the when next. When we come back. Yes. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with... <laughs> with with a lot of laughter. <laughs> I'm Eric Osses from Home Street Bank. And, and I'm Reba... <laughs> Team Reba, we're dying during the break. We're just dying during the break because memories are floating around in this room of these two at Pizza Haven. Yeah. Tell every Rick, tell everybody again what the nickname was that Eric gave you back then. Omar the Dough Roller. <laughs> oh, God. Well. <laughs> Were yeah. you particularly good at dough rolling? No, he was but a it's, monster. It, no, it's like every, there's a pecking order, right? And okay. and the dough roller that station was at the at the bottom the bottom. Of the, <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, it was a thankless job. I mean, you're banging out. I don't even know how more many so when someone's every calling day. you yeah. Omar the dough roller. By the end of the day, you're just completely <laughs> coated in flour, flour and hot and oh. Well, that must yeah. have led him to his current field of that work. That could be. That was actually the good training. It prepared you. Yeah, it, it prepared really you for the fire department. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had a burning sensation. Truly, You're having to carry those big vats of dough around, and you know, work on a hot in front of a hot pizza oven. Yeah, yeah just probably. I can totally see the correlation. Uh, now, <laughs> now, it's, now it's all becoming very all, clear. To me. So see? incredibly yeah. clear. And, and and what things did you have in between? The dough rolling um, and being Omar. the fire battalion chief. Um, I, I would, it would be really boring for me to go into it. Oh, okay. I, I actually started um, working for the fire department when I was nineteen. Okay. Wow. Um, very well, it couldn't cool. have been that far off of and when you were at Pizza Haven. No, it wasn't. It was a, a, literally a couple years. Like I said, there's there's not a whole lot. There was a grocery store, and that's there about you it. go. So okay. The, the path so. was the path was laid. You had you know very yeah. straight, very very early yeah, on. from yeah. from the oven into the fire. I really wanted much. to be. Oh, a, my I wanted to be a yes. cop, but you had to be 21. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, back then. And you couldn't to, wait two years? I didn't want to wait that long. For crying so. out loud. Well, then here yeah. you are today. So, yeah. so, right. so, 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 Rick Marshall, so you've been with the fire department, same, same fire department, Renton? Yep. 32 years. 32 years. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, tell us a bit about your job. So, you're battalion chief. So, what does that entail? Um, it, uh, <laughs> you have to think about that. It, um, I, there's lots of things that come up, and I'm trying to come up with the more politically correct ones. Um, but really, what it is uh, in 
it, in our organization, primarily it is uh, managing a battalion. So mm-hmm. um, in Renton, the, the city is divided up or sponsor is divided up into two separate areas, one north and one south. And so, and we have three different shifts that work a 24-hour schedule. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm on one of those shifts normally, and then I handle the South Battalion okay. in Renton. So I've got, uh, on duty, I've got uh, three engines uh, and an one and a half aid cars uh, assigned to me. And then I've got other responsibilities like the water rescue program that we have for Renton. Oh, I, oh for I manage okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm sure um, is fairly, fairly substantial, especially with Coulon Park um, and whatnot. Yeah, huge. And it's actually a regional a response. Yeah. Um, we mm-hmm. just had a response yesterday into uh, um, Kent, Kent Tuckwilla area. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's the, in my current assignment, I'm, I'm actually kind of on a special assignment mm-hmm. um, for this um, regional fire authority. Yeah, so mm-hmm. let's um, let's kind of give our listeners a little bit of a, a clue into why we actually had you come on today. Because you actually, as part of my work at the chamber, you had come in and done a presentation uh, to, I think, our business development committee. Mm-hmm. And it was about there's a regional fire authority that's hopefully going to be put in place, and it's up for vote, correct? Um, yeah, you can, as a member of the chamber who's endorsed it, can say hopefully – I'm, okay. I'm here to present the facts and just say that uh, um, we want to have uh, informed voters make a choice yes. on the 26th. Yeah, so that's coming up just next week. So we need people – you've probably gotten your votes in the mail already. You know, um, I know I have my ballot sitting at home. And I thought, you know, what a great platform for us to bring you on here to talk about a little bit more because as it relates to real estate, you know, this – it's a taxing authority, Right. Correct. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a new separate taxing authority. Right. So I figured, you know, this is uh, useful information. Our listeners need to definitely understand exactly what they're voting on, and what the benefits of this program are for us. And you know, because I certainly I live in that area, so I will definitely benefit from from this taxing authority going into place. Even though I'm also going to be paying for it, mm-hmm. right? But um, there were also a few other things that you brought up while we were in the program that I also kind of want to point out to people uh, that they need to be paying attention of why this is so important um, because you have some numbers and I want to make sure that you get a chance to present a little bit of that while we're here about um, what the response times have been and what's happened as we've had kind of these tight fiscal situations over the last several years and we're not quite back to where we really need to be, which is kind of why this is looking to be put in place. Um, you, you mentioned at the event I was at that Response times are over seven minutes. Is that right? Yeah, there. Um, we started back in two thousand and eight. We set a seven and a half minute, and it's a ninety percent fractal for all of the numbers people out there. Um, which which means essentially that ninety percent of the time we want to get to an emergency within seven and a half minutes or less. Wow. And uh, and and the reality is is that a lot of those emergencies we get to in far less than seven and a half minutes. But if you if you draw the line at where the 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 ninety out of a hundred is, mm-hmm. that we want it to be at seven and a half minutes. And um, the the problem that we're seeing, the challenge that we're facing, is that um, uh, with all of the growth that we're seeing um, and the increased call volume that we're having, it's starting to drive those response times up mm-hmm. um, substantially. And as an example, one fire station. Uh, up in the Highlands in Renton, is almost a minute over that target now. Mm-hmm. So f- hmm. in the last four years, each of the last four years, four out of our six stations that we have aren't meeting that seven-and-a-half-minute 
um, response time goal. And uh, last year, five out of six. And again, every year they just keep mm-hmm. you know, creeping up. So is, there, is, is that a, a product mostly of just the sheer volume of calls you're getting, or is it more like traffic-oriented? It, it's actually – it's a perfect storm, right? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, in the, in the last um, three years, we've seen an increase uh, – excuse me, in the last uh, four years, we've seen an increase of 2,000 calls annually – in the department, and we haven't added any additional resources, so that wow. means that yeah. that mm-hmm. our our units are out of service more time handling sure. more of those calls. Right, and then every time they're out of service, we've got to pull another um, fire truck or aid car from another fire station to come into that to area cover. To, right. to, to cover it. And then you you couple that increased uh, call volume with just the increased traffic congestion, mm-hmm. and uh, right. I think. Uh, anybody that has lived here for any amount of time, and, and certainly in uh, South King County, Southeast mm-hmm. King County, has really seen the impact oh, yeah. of, of the population well, uh, and, increase. Yeah, in that and area. Well, and we've I've, just seen the impact yeah. of even 520 getting told because everything south of that has become way more congested right. even just since that happened. Mm-hmm. But, so, I've, but it, I've noticed also just the sheer level of, of um, inattention with, with drivers and, and watching emergency vehicles trying to navigate traffic mm-hmm. when you've got somebody that's got their head down texting and, and won't get out of the way. Or, or they're they, too busy watching they how, how efficient up, they, their vehicle is. Yeah, they, they move to the left instead of moving to the right. <laughs> and she knows she, she's hitting me on We the, have another hashtag, whole, Eric hates yeah. Prius. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't help this weekend when one drove on my lawn to turn their car around either. I'm like, oh, uh, get off yeah, my lawn. Yeah, I know lawn. you love them. But anyway. But, okay. So, no, that's a really good yeah. point is, is – uh, and I don't know if – I think it's a generational thing that we're mm-hmm. seeing. But, um, you know, it, it isn't just inattentiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I, and I get it. You know, I don't I'm, think it's I, just generational. We have more people here who, frankly, are from other countries who've never driven before. Th- that, that and don't they have understand. no idea. Um, I have it, clients from – India, China, and other places that have never driven before they moved here for their jobs, and they're trying to get their driver's license, and they don't they don't know all the rules. Right. They're still figuring them out. And so I think you've got maybe some generational, maybe some people who are kind of new to driving who are seeing this, and then just general volume. So like yeah. you say, contributing to that sort of that perfect storm. So what will the, the new taxing district in, entail? What, what will it cover, well, and, and what's the difference? I, I want to... Yeah. I want to harp a little bit more on why this is so important that something needs to happen because a couple of other things that you pointed out in that um, meeting that we that I initially heard, for certain kinds of calls, why it's important how quickly they can get to somebody. Sure. Uh, and this, this has now been brought up to my attention yet again today because I just came from a property that I'm going to be putting on the market and I'm talking to my client and her cousin just died over the weekend of a massive heart attack. And it made me think of, you had mentioned that right. response times for someone who's had a heart attack or stroke, right? There's a certain amount of- There's a window there. There's a window. And can you right. describe that again? Yeah. So um, a couple of years ago, uh, uh, they there was a national study that came out, and, uh, and it showed that for every minute that resuscitation is delayed in a cardiac arrest, chance of survival drops between 7 and 10%, mm-hmm. which wow. is really staggering. I mean, when we talk mm-hmm. about every second- counts. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it truly does in that case. And, you know, we tell people, try and hold your breath and see how long mm-hmm. it, it right. takes. And, and, you know, and if I say, well, even if we can get there in three minutes, you're not going to breathe th- for three minutes. What's going to happen to you? And, and right. people are going to, they, they understand that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what is, is happening when somebody has a cardiac arrest. So, so you can imagine what happens if you're doing the math in every mm-hmm. uh, minute. 
that goes by, your chance drops by uh, 10%, and we're seven right. minutes away. Yeah. Right. Um, that's, that's, that's a very poor outcome. Right. And, and the same thing is happening now, too, especially with with some of the modern construction, yes. which has um, really a, uh, a lot less mass to it, but a lot more surface area. And, and that lends itself to, to increased combustion or rapid combustion. And then all the synthetics, everything that's being put, even in older homes now, um, are all synthetics essentially made out of oil. And when that oil catches on fire, it burns just like a barrel of oil does. Sure. And yeah. so it burns hotter and faster. And so f- it is really critical for us to get there as quickly as we can to to get that fire out. Right. Um, and, and that the th- that was the thing that really caught my ear during the presentation, not only the, you know, getting there fast enough if somebody's having a medical event, but then talking about new houses and construction because those houses are also closer together. A, a lot closer together. And again, if you look at a lot of the streets that they're being put into mm-hmm. as well, those streets are narrower yeah. and, and it takes yeah. our fire trucks a lot longer to get into those. Absolutely. Um, and those are things that, that we, as a unfortunately, as a fire agency, don't have any control over. Right. Um, those are those are uh, developmental issues, you know, city policy, county policy issues mm-hmm, that we sure. just have to deal with and respond to. Um, but that's why it's becoming um, critically more important for us that we get uh, additional units on the streets uh, to handle that increased call volume and to get them closer to the neighborhoods that they need to protect. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely in agreement on that because when I think about what just goes on in my general neighborhood, I mean, I see calls into my own neighborhood all the time, especially because in my cul-de-sac, there's someone who is running an adult family home and there's calls into that all the time. And there's only like four or five inhabitants that are living there, but it definitely makes a huge, huge difference. Cause I know when they're there dealing with someone, like somebody fell down, they're not responding to something else. So I want to get more into the details of this particular program and what's coming up for the vote in our next segment. So thanks for listening to open house with team Reba. We'll be right back with Rick Marshall got a question call it in 866-712-1300 now back to open house with team reba welcome back to open house with team reba i'm eric osnes from home street bank and i beat you to it didn't i yeah you did yeah yeah, Reba Haas here from Team Reba Remax Metro East Side. And today we have you uh, interloper. Actually, a couple guests now. We have uh, we, <laughs> we have a, we have a new guest in the room. We well, first we have Rick Marshall, Battalion Chief with Rent and Fire, and and uh, welcome again, Rick. Thank you. Um, you didn't have to wear your whole fire outfit today, though. I wasn't sure why you, <laughs> oh, you've got geez. the hat on. You got the <laughs> boots on. All of don't, that. Don't ever but, believe this man. Yeah. Don't don't believe a man who names you Oleg. Omar. Omar, Omar, whatever it is. Omar the dough <laughs> Omar roller. Omar the, the what? The dough roller. The dough roller. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, the other person in the room besides Omar yeah. the dough roller <laughs> is a, a friend of mine who I affectionately call my Uncle Ricky, but uh, it's Rick Hayes. Say hello, Rick. Hello. <laughs> Do you want to tell us the uh, company you're with? Okay. I'm with uh, National LightNet which is a company that most people locally are not familiar with. We're just moving into the area. Yeah. So we're a telecommunications company. Uh, we specialize in broadband, Internet connections, uh, multiple services. Right. So you're going to come in and start lighting up people's 
fiber optics. Yes, we are. We uh, we our goal is to keep everyone well connected. Yeah. Okay. So, well, you're here. We're probably not going to get directly into your stuff okay. in this segment, but um, you're here because you have a big nonprofit fundraising event coming up that's kind of a launch of your company along with also a really fantastic program that you guys are in support of. So I want to make sure in our final segment today that we get an opportunity to talk about that and get the yeah. dates and all that kind of good stuff. Okay. okay. Right. But I want to know more about, about this, this new uh, fire yes. district. Yes. Yeah. We want to get to that right away. So Omar tell us the a little roller. <laughs> yes, Rick. Perfect. This is going to go well. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us more about what's, what's part of this whole vote. So uh, what we have done is, is we've made a proposal, taken it out to um, the voters and asking them to evaluate um, what they want for a level of service and, and to kind of show them some of these statistics and the mm-hmm. facts that we've talked about with our increased response time, increased population, um, and the fact that we just haven't been able to bring in additional resources to, to meet the demand and, mm-hmm. and how that's having a significant impact. Um, and so we uh, had uh, the Renton City Council, the Renton City leaders, along with the fire district uh, in East Renton, uh, King County Fire District 25, got together and looked at how to solve some of these problems. And then they uh, they also uh, gathered together a citizens advisory committee to look at it mm-hmm. as well. And they all came up with this idea that we needed to um, uh, probably the best option was to um, propose a regional fire authority, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of unique, especially for someone like myself who's been 32 years within the city. Uh, if if this is approved by voters, July 1st it goes into effect, and I'm essentially um, uh, terminated from the city of Renton, and then I'm rehired by this this new entity, this fire authority. Hmm. And uh, and and really, what it's designed to do is to to create a different funding mechanism. And and yes, at the end of the day. Um, it we're asking property owners to pay more mm-hmm. um, than than what they're currently paying for um, for emergency fire and emergency services, and we try and make that really clear up front. We want to be very honest. We don't want anybody getting um, their statement next, you know, January and saying I never knew. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be the average homeowner is going to be asked to pay uh, somewhere between ten and twenty dollars a month when everything all kind of settles out with this. But for that, it's going to allow us in, in Renton to build uh, a new fire station uh, in the uh, Kennedale area uh, uh, that, that adds that capacity. And then it's going to allow us to staff full-time uh, uh, an aid car in the south end up at uh, Station 13 on, the, on Benson Hill. Is that where you have a half you yeah, that's when I said the half. half. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and and we just don't have the funding to keep that in service. And, uh, and and then when it's not in service, all we have is a fire engine. We've got a high number of EMS calls up there. And every time that fire engine goes on an EMS call, uh, it's not available to go on any other call, including fires. And so it's a, it's a longer yeah. response for other Yeah, there's a there. major catch-22 going on mm-hmm. all around. Well, so... For me, as a property owner, I'm thinking to myself, okay, yeah, I'm going to be paying a little bit more on my property taxes, but I also look at what could happen if we don't have this, right? So there's potential you know, personal issues that could come up where you don't have someone there when you need them. Um, but the other side that I think was brought up was the potential of insurance rates starting to be impacted for property owners as well. Right. So so there's a survey and rating bureau that, that rates fire departments and their ability to provide fire protection to the community that they serve. And, uh, and um, what we're seeing 
every time we have these strains on our capacity mm-hmm. and our ability to respond drops down or our ability to deliver, deliver certain levels of service drop, um, that affects that rating. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it is certainly conceivable that, that, you know, and it's, and we try and be really careful because we don't want to present it as a scare tactic in any way at all, but, but it's just the, the reality that with, with the challenges that we face, that we're seeing our rating slip away. Mm-hmm. And at some point it would, could be very likely that that would then increase the number would increase, which, which impacts property owners uh, and businesses and the right. amount that they pay for fire insurance. Well, I know for me, I would much rather fund what helps provide some other really good jobs locally than an insurance company. <laughs> Frankly, I mean, that's kind of how I personally feel about it. Well, absolutely. Because I, I don't have yeah. any control over those guys. Well, yeah. this is one of those things, too, that, you know, that we're talking about response times and, and uh, you know, and, mm-hmm. and how you said one minute can can affect your 10%. outcomes. 7 to 10%. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, even just me sitting here looking at listening to that statistic, I was like, wow, that's a huge statistic. Mm -hmm. But for somebody that's sitting in a house dialing 911, you know, you know, then you say, hey, are you willing to 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 pay this? Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to get a different answer. Well, and one of the challenges that that I I see personally um, uh, and I understand it on one point, um, because as firefighters, we we tend to think of ourselves as, um, you know, Superman, nothing's ever bad is going to sure. happen to us. I think that that's generally the feeling of, of most people in the community. But the reality is for us, it, just in in our area that we serve, is that we ran uh, just a little under 15,000 calls uh, last year. And, and in each one of those calls, uh, those people never woke up in the morning thinking, oh, I'm going to have to call 911 and have right. the fire department respond. Of course, yeah. And so every yeah. year that goes by that you don't, call because you don't have an emergency, it's very easy for it, the perception to be that you don't um, need the service or mm-hmm. that the service level is good enough. Why pay more? Yeah. And I mean, that, that's an average of 41 calls a That's a exactly day. what that is. Yep. Yeah. Right. Calls a day. And so I, I think about, I'm sorry, but I have real estate people I talk to all the time about sales and even just business owners. Like, how do you market? How do you do all these things? I can't. I know people who won't make 41 phone calls a day. <laughs> I can't even imagine doing what you guys are doing, which is having to rush to some emergency and respond. Most people can't even function at that level. Yeah, and, and the reality is, and again, that frustration that comes, um, you know, on a, at a personal level, and, and I don't blame it. But w- and kind of like you're saying, Eric, when that when you're the one calling though, mm-hmm. it takes an unbelievable amount of time. You know, it just seems like it takes forever for the, the firefighters to get to there. get there. Oh yeah, and then when right, we do right. get there, th- yeah. they're often very upset with us because it took us so yeah. long to get. Oh, I'm there. sure the response is and, like, "What took? You know, and what yeah. took you so long?" Is yeah. you know, and 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 uh, you know, unfortunately for us, that's why we're firefighters. We want to help people. That's right. that's the reality. That's the nature. Yeah. And so you know, don't think for a second when we're stuck in traffic when it's taking those that long response, mm-hmm. um, our stress level goes up. Um, oh yeah, um, immensely with that as well, and then you get there and you're here, and, and it's very defeating. It's very frustrating for us. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm personally, I can just tell you, I know I'm I'm a supporter of of the measure itself, and I hope it passes, and I hope the people listening to this will see that there's some definite value to what they're going to be getting out of this. And we're not we're not the only area. You know, when I brought this up to the friend whose place I just came from, they mentioned that like up in the Edmonds area. They did something very similar to this just yeah, recently. There's uh, there's currently nine different um, uh, regional fire authorities in Washington alone. This isn't a new concept. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it, it, it's 
It, and that's why I want to make sure we point that out that this is not new it's, and it's and it's been needed. Yes, and it's and it's it's well established and it's really been proven to be a successful model for for managing fire and emergency services in the areas mm-hmm. that they're that they're protecting. Um, and, and another thing that I wanted to bring up that I know you'd you'd mentioned to me earlier is that hey, I was driving through I think Kent. Kent, and I saw yeah, it. I was okay. in South Kent. And uh, it's it's important to note that there are at least in that area and, and kind of touching on her three. Proposition one. So there's there's the okay. Kent Regional Fire Authority, which formed a little over five years ago. That's going for a reauthorization of part of this funding okay. that, that we're looking at, which is okay. a fire benefit charge. Uh, and every six years, you've got to go back to the voters and ask again mm-hmm. for them to approve that. And so the Kent is doing that, and that's their proposition one that covers their area. Okay. And then um, uh, East Side Fire, uh, which is in the Issaquah mm-hmm. area, East Renton area. They're also um, trying to uh, form a regional fire authority, and they have a proposition one. So depending on where you live and okay. see the sign, it's 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 uh, it's the same thing, only it's for just for your particular your area, particular area, your voting region. Yeah, so, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. So FD twenty five though, how where all does it cover? Because you mentioned calls to Tukwila. Oh, so okay, so King County Fire District twenty five is is a small fire district that's in mm-hmm. the east of Renton, and that's one of the. Um, they currently contract for fire service with the city of Renton, okay. and we provide that as the city. Um, and so the the proposal would be to join King County Fire District 25 with the city of Renton's fire department okay. into the regional fire authority, and and that would cover the current boundaries of the city of Renton and then this small fire district just to the, to the east okay. of, of Renton uh, up in the Briarwood area. Okay. Got it. Got it. Excellent. All right. So do you have did you have a question? No, I'm just uh, I'm still uh, uh, no I, I, I'm fascinated by this. I, I th- I'm in f- favor of it. I think it makes sense. It's logical. If if we can do anything to improve those response times, that's really probably one of the crown jewels um, statistics that we have in our region of being probably what what do they say one of the best places in the world to have a heart attack? Honestly. Right. You know, because our responses are so good and but, our, our firefighters they, are so good. But if they start going further out, right, <laughs> we won't maintain that. Right, right, right. That. Yeah, exa- exactly. So we really, really want to maintain that world-class uh, yeah. standard. Well, and I, I want people to understand that, you know, just because we have new construction going on right now mm-hmm. and we have come back out of a recession we're not we we haven't gotten to the same level of services that we need in most of the city areas. I mean, this is not just a Renton or Tequila or Kent or you know specific issue. I mean, it's it's still all around the region these these kinds of issues that are coming up, yeah. and that's that's why we have to try these new ways um, to to get the funding you guys need because we have so many restrictions. Um, and I won't get on my soapbox about why some of that is but uh anyway okay so any other specific details that you think we should know about just probably real quickly important to note that um we are funded through property tax and there was an initiative that was passed several years ago that Mm -hmm. that prevented us from from increasing increasing and that's maybe we'll maybe we'll just touch on that when we come back after this quick little break open house with team reba open house has open phone lines Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. All right, welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro Eastside. Right, Eric Austin is here from Home Street Bank. Right. Right. <laughs> Or left. 
Right. Right. <laughs> so anyway, we're back with our two guests. And I, I wanted to finish up with Rick Marshall on that point of the property taxes that you were just about to go into before the break. Yeah. So um, Fire and Emergency Services is funded largely through property tax. And, and I'm not um, a finance manager and I'm not an accountant, but but that's um, the situation that we're in. And, uh, you know, there was a property tax initiative that several years ago was passed, and it made complete sense. I mean, property tax or property values continued to climb, 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 mm-hmm. and people were tired of paying taxes. What people didn't foresee was the 2008 through 2010 mm-hmm. recession yeah. and, and the huge decline in, in property tax yeah. revenues into the city. Well, yeah. now people are looking, hey, things are turning around and, you know, property values are going back up. That's true, but we still have this limiting and we're limited mm-hmm. to 1%. Of, of yeah. growth, and so and, we and just in the can't south end, up. frankly, our prices at Hammett Compass come up as quickly. You know, if right. you're in North Seattle, yeah, you've been benefiting from you know twelve percent or more growth a year for the last three years. But down in the Renton area, it's been you know five to eight, right. maybe typically, right. so. which really uh, creates some real funding challenges yeah. for us. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, for listeners out there, we didn't have anybody call in with any questions, but we do still have the rest of the segment if you have one, uh, because we didn't put the number out today. It's 866-712-1300 if you do have a comment or a question about it. Uh, If you're going to call with comments, be nice. But... um, But thank you very much, Rick, for bringing all this to our attention. I hope you guys get the support that you need for this coming up for the vote. Um, but I want to turn some attention to Rick Hayes and and your wonderful program that's going to be coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Okay. Uh, first off, thank you for inviting me yeah, to come in. And I want to give you just a brief history of our company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're originally based out of Oregon. We've been around for, since 1998. Our president took over the company, realized we had uh, the ability to service hundreds of thousands more customers than we were currently doing, so we're taking the company nationwide. And that kind of ties into how we came to become a part of the MIB agents. Okay. Which is the I was curious about that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. Okay. And most people go on national like that. We don't know who yeah. you are, but it yeah. kind of helps to have that history. Uh, Make It Better organization is primarily uh, works with for kids with pediatric cancer. Uh, and I'm and it's, a, what's the website? It's mibagents.org? Okay. Correct. And what uh, happened is the founder met our president, Will Burge, on a business trip and uh, talked about the organization. He immediately called me and said, I think this is one you need to get involved in. Let's find out what we can do. And what they do is they, they have a kid who has cancer, um, and I'm going to try to say this. I've been practicing it for days. <laughs> Osteosarcoma, which yes. is bone cancer. Bone cancer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it primarily affects kids at the age 10 to 17. And so what what the organization does is, one, the kids who have survived, who mm-hmm. have lost limbs, they link them with other kids who are going through the process so that they have a, a partner mm-hmm. to, to work with. They, a support person who a, actually really knows what they're going exactly. through. Exactly. Especially yeah. someone their own age yeah. who, who, you know. That makes I a mean, difference. Yeah, and as you know, I had my own little scare there. And mm-hmm. it's, it's I can't imagine a kid having this much to deal with. Right. So what, what we did is we had a young girl, uh, I think she was about 16, and she does music, loves music, and we... I can identify with that. Well, there you go. So, well, we <laughs> donated a laptop so that she's able to continue to do her music. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, you know, one, we're looking for heroes, and if you really want to feel like a hero, 
see the, the look on these kids' face when a wish is granted. Uh, we, uh, the organization also does... Um, and these are wishes of all types. All, just, of all types. It's, I mean, we had, uh, they had one kid who wanted to see Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And he could, he was in he was bedridden, and uh, so he needed to be able to see it from home. And the organization was able to make that happen. So to get to our charity event, what we're doing, we're going to be at uh, Pyramid Ale mm-hmm. on Saturday, Sunday, May first, across from Safeco, Safeco Field. Mm-hmm. We're going to have uh, uh, prizes. Uh, we'll be able to provide more information on the organization, which is what our goal is: is mm-hmm. to bring more awareness to the cancer because, you know, people are very familiar with the drive for breast cancer and mm-hmm. other types of cancer. Then the great thing about this organization is 100% of the donations go to the kids. So we're, this is a combination to bring awareness to the, uh, the, the illness itself and to the organization. So we're out there looking for heroes. We, we're looking for people that want to make a difference. Any donation size is mm-hmm. welcome. Um, okay. What what time is the event from? It's from ten to one. Ten it's, to one. It's pregame. Okay. okay. Um, and we're we're like I said, we're really hoping to make as much money because all of it goes to the kids. And if you get a chance to go out to the website and take a look, and I just want to prepare you, it's it, it 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 breaks your heart and it brings you joy at the same time to just see these the kids smiling and to see them struggling with such a large battle and still being kids. And that's what we want to do. We want to, you know, keep that smile. We want to remind them that they're kids and find more ways to, to help mm-hmm. more kids. Help well, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the website right now. So MIB stands for Make It Better. Yes. And, uh, and I love the way your, the website is, is organized. You have missions. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you can sign up and, uh, and you can be a, um, you know, as far, you can be a special agent. You can be an agent. You can be in special ops. And uh, so you sign up, you get a mission, and that's going to be accomplished something, some wish that, that um, one of these um, you know, um, cancer uh, patients is, is, uh, is requesting. Is that right? That's correct. Oh, and fantastic. Yeah, that's so fun. Typically, the special agents are people who have survived the cancer. So, again, we, we, we want to keep that communication open. We want uh, the kids to be able to talk to someone who really understands where they've been, and as we're uh, raising funds and we're talking to people about the organization, it really helps to have people that know, that so really understand. Do they have a local office? Because when I was on the website the other day researching some of this before you came on, I, I saw that the board members are from all over the United States. And yes. I know you've recently been put forward for the board, correct? Yes, I awesome. have. And I, I got to tell you, I, I, I can't help but smile because I'm so excited to have the yeah. opportunity to be a part of the board. What we do is we have agents across the country. Okay. Uh, so we do have board members. There's no salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 100% volunteer. Yeah. And like I said, if, if you want to be a hero and, and you want to make a difference, we're looking for you. Uh, and and there's going to be special capes, I hear? Yes. So <laughs> for all the donors. And photo opportunities. Uh, and photo opportunities. <laughs> and if you can't make it to the event, we'd love to have you just stop by. But you can also go out to the website and make donations. And want to mention one of the prizes I just found out this morning. Mm-hmm. We got a donation for, I believe it's three nights in a timeshare in Hawaii. So Ooh. we're going to have that on the website. Wow, nice. So, yeah. yeah. And so it'll be a silent auction. Okay. Uh, and we're working to see if we can get a couple more like that. Okay. That would be available on the website. And, okay. Uh, Are you looking for volunteers to help with the event itself? 
Uh, or is your company handling all of I it? I think we're pretty much handling You're it. Handling but that. Okay. we'd love to have you just stop in and say hi. Okay. And, Come and, be part of the event. And bring the energy. Maybe have a brew. That's Well, we're we're not handling the brew. And well, no, but it's a Pyramid Ale House, isn't it? Well, yeah. We're, okay. Yeah, but... Have a brew. Hey, tell people to have a brew because they well, tend to give more. Definitely have a, have a brew. I just don't want them showing up at the booth asking for their brews. So. No, 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 no. You, you send so, them in for a drink and then they come then out. Then they come out. Get their cape on. send them in again. And give them. I, I'm thinking I've seen the making of a perfect afternoon here. So May mm-hmm. 1st yeah. from 10 to 1, to Pyramid one. Ale mm-hmm. House, uh, right downtown across from Safeco Field. You can come in. You can support a fantastic cause. You can have a mm-hmm. tall, cold one maybe while you're at it. Put on a cape. Put on a cape. After you make a donation. That's right. And you can go to the game as a hero. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. We like it. it. We absolutely love it. So mibagents.org. Is there other ways that they should try and reach out to you? They can also reach out through our our website, nationallightnet.com. Okay. uh, Because we're linked. And, um, you know, and we'll have more information coming out about the event with uh, times and it'll also okay. give them contact information okay well when you get all that let us know because we'll put it up on the blog just like we do with all of our old shows that we do we post everything there and we'll put information about your event coming up as well bring it up maybe uh for the next couple of weeks while we've got the show time before it happens and uh, i want to thank both of you rick hayes from national light net and rick marshall from the renton fire department aka omar the dole roller <laughs> Yes, thank you so much for taking your valuable time. Thank you guys time. so much for joining us. Join us again next week, every Tuesday at 3 o'clock for Open House with Team Reba. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.